0: Yeah, maybe. First thing, what is is never going to reveal itself to what isn't. So get that through your head. What is is never going to reveal itself to what isn't. Yeah? It's only going to reveal itself to itself. Yeah? That's what's happening. It doesn't even do that. But this whole idea of a sense of self... That's not what we are attempting to find what it is by objectifying it as enlightenment or the truth or whatever is always going to fail because the whole tiny mistake is based on the reference point. Yeah? It's not what you do or how you do, it's the framing of it all. Yeah? There is a conditionality, a mental idea that's found a seeming root. And in that position, it is, it's the act of forgetting what you are, which is impossible, but in the obsessive remembering of what you're not. And that's what all obsessions are. Obsessions of the mental state are to reinforce the identification as a body. Yeah? Because let's say you've had tons of obsessions, but there's a feeling that there's been one you that had all those obsessions. That's the product of selfishness. And the same thing with ego. Someone thinks they have an ego, someone thinks they lose an ego. That feeling of being the one who had the ego and the one who lost the ego, that's the bondage of self right there. Right there, it's just a misidentification, and then everything that comes in and out has been misdirected from what we are to what we're not. So life isn't seen as happening anymore, it's interpreted as it's happening to me. That's how it is. That's how it goes. And of course, that's going to produce irritability, restlessness and discontentment, because it's not so, and therefore it's going to generate a lot of seeking to find relief. Not not the clear way which is from that, but for that, yeah? So this will want to get free. This will want to realize the truth. This will want to understand everything. That's pointless, yeah? This can't understand anything. This cannot know the truth, because it is the truth, yeah? It's beyond understanding. And that's the the little glitch, or the little curve we always trip over. And the fact is, the tripping over has already occurred. It's sort of like we're blacked out of that, and then when we stand up, we start from there. But that's not so. It's a mental process you can see it in your own experience, or supposedly the experience of being a body that the first year, year and a half, a baby has no idea of other, there's no idea of self. It had a, the sense of self develops with the mental state. that's it, and then it actually develops some research says that it's the mental state and the language center. as soon as the language center starts. Explaining, because when we think about everything, that's all we're doing. We're thinking about it. We never get it, we think about it. We never get anything, we think about what we got. We think about it. Thinking about it ain't it. Thinking about it changes it, just like it says in physics on the note and in the new neuroscience. They say observation, what's observed is distorted by observation. This is the observation. So as soon as we start observing something, there's a distortion of the observed. To me, what's happening is there's an observation of nothing, and we distort that, and we make it seem like something. That's what happens. That's what the mental state does. It takes seeing, which isn't seeing anything, yeah? And as soon as, and then it turns, it sort of jacks it into a sense of looking, and as soon as you look, there's something to look at. As soon as you turn, there's something you see, yeah? So the observation distorts the observed. I would say the observed is nothing. And the observation brings it into this realm of something, yeah? So we give everything all the meaning it has. There is no meaning at all in anything except the meaning we give it, yeah? Or as the Course would say, it's projection and then perception, yeah? So there's dreaming... And then this apparatus believes it's perceiving a reality. Yeah, it's perceiving the dreamt or the dreaming, and it calls it real. Yeah, the only reason why that's that's reinforced is because you're taking yourself to be dreamt. Simple as that. Yeah? If you see yourself not as this, then you'll see see this dreaming. It's like in the Zen, they would say, first there is the mountain, then there is no the mountain, and then there is a mountain. In a sense, this dreaming is more like a mirage, yeah? So if you see a mirage in the distance, and you get go there, and there's no water, there's no oasis, yet when you walk back, you'll still see the mirage. You know there's no water there, but you still see the mirage. Yeah. That's what this place is like. So in Zen, they say, first there is the mountain, Yeah? That place looks like an oasis, and there's going to be water there. Then there is no mountain. Hey, it's a mirage, then there's the mountain again. And the mirage continues to appear. But now, it's not held as a mountain anymore. You're not getting an expedition ready to climb this big freaking mountain. You see it clearly, there ain't no mountain. Yet there's a mountain. Because what's truly seeing it, there is no mountain. What's perceiving it, there's the mountain. Yeah. This doesn't. If you're waiting for this to see, you wait. You're waiting at the wrong bus stop because this doesn't see. It perceives. Yeah. What's looking? What's looking out of it, it sees. But this, when this sees something, it perceives it. It doesn't see it at all. Yeah. what happens is there's perception of what has already been dreamt you forget that you're the dreaming by taking yourself to be the dreamt and then what's dreamt seems real what's one to do? absolutely nothing what's one going to do? quite a lot the action figure is going to keep on taking actions but in fact there's absolutely nothing to do you are what you're looking for The seeker is the sought. We are all inherently awake, and here we can seem to be awake to that fact, or we can seem to be asleep to that fact. It doesn't change the fact. We're all inherently awake. We can seem to be awake to that, which I believe is the root of traveling lighter, or we can seem to be asleep to that, and I believe that's the root of traveling heavy, yeah. There is no waking up, it's just realizing it's always been so. And you don't realize it's always been so by from the sleeping. When it dawns on you, it has a very strong hit that it's always been this way. It's not like that was happening and stopping you and forbidding you and imposing its will on you. When it dawns on you, you realize it's always been that way and that nothing ever really fucking happens. That's how clear and clean and precise it is. It takes no time for what so to be become whatso so because it is what so. Yeah. There's no process of culmination. And there's no way in hell you've stopped it. <laughs> there's no freaking way. The only thing that can give reality this place is reality. Where the dream is. Yeah. Why do you think something seems real? It's like in recovery, we say false evidence appears real. How does false evidence appear real? It has to appear real to what's real. <laughs> How else is false evidence going to appear real? How can false evidence appear real? It can't. It's false evidence. Yeah? But it can appear real to what is real, which is us. Not the country Israel. You <laughs> know, it is real. It's us. Yeah? We're the reality. What's looking is what you're looking for. So what happens is, people want to become awake. But what that does really enforces the idea that they weren't awake, which is the problem. It's not, the problem is not, become, not getting awake. The problem is, is you believe that you're not awake. <laughs> That's the problem. If you would question that, as like Jesus says, as, as you believe, so it is. Hey, if you believe you're not awake, then it makes total sense to start trying to become awake. But if if, 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 if there's a scene that that's totally absurd, then that same thing that has value from that logical point that I'm not awake and I need to be awake is totally absurd. Any path is totally absurd. So it's in the seeing of what we're not. That's the seeing of, that's us. You're seeing. Just look at conscious contact. Consciousness in contact. Consciousness, or what you want to call awareness or oneness. We're all in it right now, seemingly. So there's consciousness. So the consciousness is now experiencing nothing and making it something, in a sense, or the apparatus does, through five gates. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting and touching, yes? And then Buddhism they call the mind a sixth sense, where the mind hears thoughts, you know. It sees things that you can't see with the eyes, but it sees things like thoughts and ideas and stuff like that. You can't track an idea, you can't see it, yeah? But there's a seeing of it. That's the sense of mind. So here, so there's these six gates that are affording us this whole idea called experience and life. Now, if we had 20 gates, there would be 20 sense experiences. There's, the consciousness isn't limited by the gates it moves through. If there was 50 gates, there would be 50 experiences of consciousness. Some insects, I think, have nine senses or seven senses. yeah? You could have 50, and there would be 50 you know, conscious contacts. Yeah. Or a hundred or eight hundred. or And if there was one billion people, they would have consciousness, and there's eighty billion, there would be consciousness, and four hundred zillion, there would be consciousness, because consciousness is not a quantity. The last person in line is not going to, you know, miss out. You know, they're not going to, oh, we ran out of consciousness. There's no running out of that. Yeah, it's mind. mind. If there's eight hundred zillion, Access points, 800 zillion access points will be triggered or will be on by mind. (laughs) There's no running out of it. There's no quantity. So that mind, that mind is the awakeness. So here it is. Now, did you work hard this morning to see? Did you have to get up and do some seeing exercises? And then you may be like spiritual saints, so they make you see better, you know. You know what I mean? Or, or hearing, you know what I mean? If something, if there's a sound like there is now, you're going to hear it. Now, you may not listen to it, but you're hearing it, yeah? I could vow never to see a bird, and if a bird flew by here and my eyes were open, I was going to see it, yeah? The same thing with feelings. You hear a lot of people say, oh, I didn't want to feel that, but that's an afterthought, yeah? The feeling occurred, there was conscious contact, and now the mental states, oh, I hate that fucking feeling, but hey, bro, it's too late. The conscious contact has brought about the feeling. Yes? Not the thought. The thought piggybacks on it and tries to make it something by calling it my feeling, which is a, dis. it's just a fucking bastardization and then that feeling gets stretched into time and goes, oh I've had this feeling before and I'm afraid I'm going to have it again and it just goes, Shoot. it takes this one thing that was just coming and going connects it with my and then it goes, stretches it out in time, you know, say thoughts and everything, it just does the whole thing action, you've been, you've had guilt over an action you thought you did 50 years ago, that's like stretching it out that action hasn't left any imprint anywhere, island or anywhere. There's no plaque that you did that 40 years ago. But in the head, it's still stretching it out like fucking Turkish taffy. You know, oh, yes. That's, this reminds me of that, that feeling, you know. This is all mental gymnastics. You are the unsullied surface of all surfaces you are the mirror that does not need to be polished. You are the reflective agent that doesn't absorb anything it reflects, nor does it spit anything out of its reflection. It's just open and available, and whatever arises gets noted or not, but every possible thing that ever arose can be noted, because that which is seeing is seen. It's not doing seeing. It doesn't have to do exercises to see better. It does, And if it doesn't do exercises, it does not see worse. There's just seeing. yeah. There's seeing and hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And it exhibits no thought or no effort. Doesn't it? I mean, it was effort to put pants on. It was effort to brush my teeth. But that which was allowing me to notice I was brushing my teeth shows no effort at all. Then why in hell do we believe that we can... Use thought and effort to get that, get to that which demonstrates no thought or effort. How is that freaking possible? That we want to take, we we believe that we can do ourselves into it. We can think ourselves into it. We can effort ourselves into it. Yet that which we want to effort and think and do ourselves into doesn't demonstrate any thought, doing, or any effort. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to stamp your passport, <laughs> it isn't. You're not going to be recognized. It's like that old story I used to use with Heaven's Door, you know, and then uh, this guy, you know, he's been feeling a little irritable, restless, discontent, and decides to go on a spiritual journey. And he amasses a nice resume, you know. Now it would be ceremonies, ayahuasca, also Tibetan tantric, and then, you know, all throw it all in. And he feels like it's ready. I'm going to heaven. Takes the bus. Goes right there and knocks on his door. And the door opens immediately, which is sort of disconcerting for him. You know, it's like, what? God's right there. And he goes, hey, can I come in? And God looks right at him and goes, Paul, can't come in. So now he gets very upset, discouraged. He says, I'm just going to re-up my commitment. I'm going to meditate more. Three months are going to be six-month retreats, everything like that, all right? And then he feels like, ah, man, I am golden, I'm getting in, this is just a mere formality. He goes there, knocks over the door, again, God's right there, as if, where did it? I mean, he's right behind the door He time he goes, and then he, he goes, hey, can I come in? And he walks, in. God goes, hey, Paul can't come in. Now he just says, fuck this, he throws that out, starts acting out, getting loaded, he running around, fornicating, and then he gets, he falls into this thing and he gets washed up near the shores of the door of God, you know, the heaven's door, and what happens is he's getting up and his mind cracks open. Yeah? Knocks on the door. God opens it and he says, can I come in? And God looks right at him and says, Paul can't come in and he walks right in. Yeah. God wasn't saying you and you and you can't come in. He was just making a factual statement. Paul, Steve, Mary any illusory self is not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. You're too big to get in. So my exile from heaven had nothing to do with God or heaven. It had to do with me. The identification as the fall, when I heard that, I took it to be personal. And then I walked away when it was totally impersonal. And then I walked right in. That's what it's like. What seems to be forbidden to you The hook you're on, all these requirements and considerations for you to get where you really want to be are dismissed. The need to be liberated, you lose total interest in it, because what needs to be liberated ain't you. It truly isn't. Yeah? Yeah, it's like this. You've arrived. The eternal sun's breaking over. The vista, there you... You haven't even climbed. (laughs) There's no sweat on your brow. You are showing incredible disdain and disinterest in everything. And suddenly, there it is, all around you, surrounded in that glorious light of lights. And when you investigate and look back as far as you can, what do you see? And what do you call it? Self cannot get out of self. You cannot use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use big M mind to seek mind. You can't use the light to seek the light. That's the, that's the hiccup. That's the little hiccup that echoes throughout every step after that fact. Because it's not a fact. Yeah. The fact is, is we are the Buddha. We are the light. We are mind. Yes. And if you are that, why would you seek for yourself? Why are there so many people there in confusion? I don't know. I don't know if there's so many people. Literally. Mm-hmm. When I go to sleep at night, no one's here. Really. Take that more, I think. When you're you're out cold, it's the most valid (laughs) event of all. (laughs) See, there's confusion. Maybe it arises, but there isn't anyone who has it. That's the whole point. You know what confusion is if it's not yours? It's very, 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 very different. You know what frustration is if it isn't yours? It's very, very, very different. You know what seeking is if it isn't yours? It's very, 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 very very different. We're not caring about confusion, seeking, all that stuff. We're just looking, is there a you that's doing it? Because the you is what's giving meaning to the seeking. The seeking isn't bringing meaning to the you, unless the meaning, the you gives it that meaning. That's all it is. You are the last stop. All roads lead to Rome. Yes. What's looking right now is reality, like it or not. And it's not showing any thought of effort. And I'll tell you something, it does. It's not even like a light switch because it's no. There's no off. It's incessantly on in a sense, yeah. and even that's not true. But as an example, it's incessantly on, and there's no need to f- flip a switch. Electricity is pregnantly available to fucking light up every appliance you plug into it. Yes. Why don't we see that here we are, we want to proclaim that I'm a toaster and you're a blender and you're a fucking, whatever, waffle maker, (laughs) something like that. But what's driving all of your activities? What's allowing you to waffle or you to toast or you to blend? It ain't you, is it? It's juice. It's juice. Yeah. The toaster, though, if the is self-centered, it gets upset. It's not fucking... It doesn't want rye bread. You know what I mean? It's, it's not toasting it as good as it used to toast. Fucking, it can't fit a bagel in anymore. What well, I mean, happened? I mean, this is what self-centeredness does. It takes a faculty or a facilitation as something. And then it emphasizes that, which is just a conveyor or a conductor of what we are as being what we are. Yeah, and then it obsesses over that object. Yeah, so that because the fact is, the bondage of self is constantly being applied because there is no glue that could hold us to what we're not. There's none. But in time, it can seem like it's so by constant application. And that's what the thought system does, yes? The thought system is constantly implying that we have a lot to do with shit we have nothing to do with. (laughs) Seriously. If you say it in Irish, you say it anywhere. Just like I went in the water, the knee went out, surfing, but when I explained to people what happened, I hurt my knee. Like it was an intentional move. I went out there with a hammer. (laughs) I see, I hurt my knee. I didn't hurt my knee at all. It surprised me more than anyone else. There was no intention of all. I was enjoying the, oop, oh, oh. You know, I, I became aware of it after the hurt of the knee. <laughs> but then the mental state, the thought system always says, the thought system comes after and then implies it was before. I hurt my knee. You see? This is what, you know, just get one example and let the mind get it, grok it, and it will expand and you'll see the one example in thousands of thousands of thousands and thousands, thousands of articles. You'll see it all, you'll see the pattern of it. Why get caught in the trees? See the forest, yeah? You have the ability, you are that which you're seeing. So here you go, you get one example, expand on it. Just like when I go back east, it happened years ago, right in Dover, New Jersey. Had him in there. Go in there. The first person comes in and says, Hey, Paul, you're growing your hair. And I went, Oh, yeah, I'm growing my hair. I've been growing it for last year. And, you know, and then he was balding. I said, You're not doing well with your growing hair. And I tell him, you know, I joined a hair-growing group and it's growing better. And look at it, I'm doing a fucking great job. But obviously, all I need to do is not cut it. That's my only job. It grows. But the language implies that you have a lot to do with shit you have nothing to do with. Why is that? Don't you see? It has another nefarious activity you may not be aware of. It is attempting to convince what we are to take itself to be what we're not. That's what it's doing. And it's doing a pretty good job, but it can only do a good job in time. Only in time... Can you seem not to be what you are? See, this, only this is it, yeah? It's gonna end as soon as you pass away, seemingly as a body. It's like nothing ever fucking happened. It's a dream, just like in the morning when you wake up, because you haven't bookended, that I was awake before and now I'm awake now. So that's a dream. Whatever scariness was there has a very hard time to keep lingering for the rest of the week, it's forgotten usually very quickly, or maybe you remember it for an hour or two. But you're not remembering it for thirty freaking years because you have the awake dream bookending it. So you go, "That's a dream, yeah," but that ain't a dream because you recognize it as one. The real dream is the sense is the one that's saying, "That's a dream," because it's saying it from a dreaming. <laughs> It's like those little Russian boxes. It goes, aha! But there's another one. It doesn't see. It's like the it's like the that Python skit we interpreted in a different way, where they're in some they're in a park in England, but they're making it look like they're in Africa, and they come out of the bushes and they have a safari hat, and their thermos canteens are all empty, and they're acting like they're starving, and we're gonna die here, and they're getting, they're all very nervous, and then suddenly they go. But someone's filming us. And then the, 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 the picture opens up and then there's a film crew with sandwiches and water and they give it to us and they're all "Oh, I've been saved, they've been saved. And they go, oh, there's a filming crew. And the filming crew is filming that. And there's a filming crew. Yeah. Odd infinite There's a film As soon as you think you're appearing and this is it, there's a scene of it. Yeah? And then you go, okay, I'm the seeing of it. You Again, the mental state goes, I'm the seeing of that. And then it's the seeing of that. The mental state says, I'm the seeing of this. The seeing is never going to come after the mental state. It's prior to the mental state. Every film crew will be seen. As soon as you say, I'm part of the film crew, no, there'll be a seeing that is that's the film. There's it, it, no way. What's what's in front of the camera is content, this is it and what's behind the camera is sort of context and the content is never going to become the context as the content you're not going to get what you are (laughs) you can only find out what you're not and in knowing what you're not then, then there's a sense of what you are finally finally, and it's always been that way but finally it dawns on you All the while I was looking for it, I was blind to it. When I questioned what is it that's looking and saw it wasn't me, that was the scene. And it ended the story, or for me, like the last answer. That's what happened. I haven't found another one, and I'm not looking for one. But when I heard this, it was like an unspoken yes. I entertained it, followed the fucking breadcrumbs, read a little, went to a couple of talks, My mind rocked it. Something happened, yes. And now it's been the last answer. It hasn't motivated or moved me to look for fucking anything else. I have no metaphysical questions. You know, the only thing I have a question about is where are my car keys or something. I have no, you know, not existentially angst. (laughs) None of that that has any validity. I look forward to going to sleep. Deep sleep is the most. This is like, if you could make deep sleep a vacation, you'd make tons of fucking money. If you could promise people to be awake in deep sleep, they'd pay anything to have that event. But imagine. <laughs> but see, see you're, you're never going to experience your own absence. <laughs> you're an absence. <laughs> Once you show up and you want to experience the presence, the presence has to appear, appear absent to you for you to be present. For this to be present, the, the, the presence has to be absent to us, seemingly. It has to be absent for us to get, go on with the story of being present. So this has no intention of ever finding itself because there isn't one. None. None. And you're not gonna time it where it's not like you're never gonna go, oh I'm just thinking about you're never gonna see what's looking. <laughs> you're not gonna catch it. <laughs> because you are what's looking. You're never gonna experience your own absence. That would mean your presence. <laughs> so this is not an experience. It will never be an experience, but it's influencing all your experiences. Yes? That, to me, is the the basis of traveling later. Something that you can't find in here, like Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of it. Something that you cannot find in here, and I bet you a lot of us have looked through a lot of different vehicles, like drugs and spirituality and everything else. Whatever, we cannot find what we're looking for in here because it's not in here, it's of. It's of what we are. It's of what we are. We are We are the source of peace. We are not going to find peace here. Peace may express itself here through us, but we're not going to find it. There's no freaking thing called peace here. It's not an experience. Yeah? It's so on, for it to be an experience would downsize it so fucking much it would be unrecognizable. Yeah? You can't know it, you can't have it, you can't get it, you can't lose it. Yeah. You're inherently awake, we all are. You can seem to be awake to that fact, which allows you to travel lighter through this dream, or you can be seen to be unaware to that fact, which can allow a predominance of the mental states. Yeah, and things will seem as real as real can be, and you'll be as real as real can be. And it's probably going to be an earth-shattering event when, at the moment of you passing away as a body, you're going to get caught with your proverbial pants down. <laughs> you know, waiting for the next moment to narrate that you just died. There won't be any narration. The whole show will stop. And you, you, you would have been, you know, you, you supposedly for hours concentrating on you. You, you, you look away, and it's over. <laughs> you missed the whole thing. Oh, Jesus Christ! I've been sitting through this lousy film just to catch the last moment, I blew it. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to be highly observant either. You don't have to be vigilant. You don't have to be fucking anything. You are it. Yeah. There are some of the methods we've tried. There hmm? are some of the methods we've tried. We keep increasing our list. Add in the Well, exactly because they're Even not sober. Hmm? Even sober, we do it. Oh yeah, we get through the need eye of the needle. Like you said, we get light. We get through. We receive it. And I'm always trying to disprove it. Well, that which is trying to disprove it isn't you. See, that's the whole point. See, if it was me disproving something, that would be a fucking field day to the mental state. But it, could, it, it could crucify it. me constantly. But I'm not that which is disproving anything or proving anything. The freedom is not by everything going one way and not going the other way. It's You're not the one that's going either way. Yeah? You're not the base of the fork. Yeah? You're not all the prongs don't go back to you. There's no one there. That's the freedom from the bondage of self. When this is seen as an urban renewal project, yeah, when you see it as not you, the whole construction can stop. And I'll tell you, the happiest fucking thing that's going to be here is this body. Because that mental mother hen will be off it and it can fucking finally shit and fart and not have a com- Everything be beca- accompanied by thought. You know what I mean? Remember when you were a kid, you just run into a room. Then there was a point in my life that everything I've ever done has been accompanied by thought. Fuck. To me, that's slavery. What is this constantly trying to convince? Who is the thought system talking to? It's not talking to a thought, because all thoughts will go the same fucking way. It's talking to what we are. Yeah? It's attempting to convince us something that's totally insane would be great to do. And it's amazing, because I've seen it happen. It will convince and try to convince, and then as soon as you buy it, it talks as you. No more convincing, you're right at the liquor store, calling the dealer. There's the fucking, the firewall is gone, and there it is. And then it just rides you for a certain period of time until the horse gets too fucking tired and it collapses and then the horse gets put into a barn and then the jockey's coming back to the horse the horse recognizes, Jesus Christ starts rearing up but the jockey says, don't worry, you will be different this time starts petting you, gets one leg on and then it's riding you again yeah. there is more see I see alcoholism as a parasitical movement, that's what it is it doesn't have a life it claims ours or this possibility at of this offers yes? It feeds off of us, and where it affixes to is self. It affixes to the mental identification as a self. That's where the alcoholism and the addiction affixes to, yeah? Because the original addiction is the mental condition of wanting to be a self. That's the biggest addiction at all. And that's, that's spawning all the other addictions that are trying to get relief from that addiction. Most people who are shooting dope night, they're trying to get out of self. That's what's happening. When you're drinking, you're trying to get out of self. Everything. When you jump off the fucking cliff, you're trying to get out of self. When you're surfing that big wave, you're basically trying to get out of self. The whole preoccupation here is to get out of something that we're not in. And then trying to get in or more get into more something that we can't be out of, which is the moment. Have you ever been out of any moment you've been in? (laughs) <laughs> really, have you? seriously, you may think you were but the surveillance tapes will show your body there. your head, oh I was so far away no you fucking weren't You know, the cops saw me right where I was I was thinking I was far away but I was in the back of their car I wanted to be far away but it didn't produce any effects except getting whacked even harder <laughs> this is a false god it has no juice but the juice we lend it It cannot make a movie. What makes the movie is the audience. We're the audience. If we think it's about us, we'll be totally obsessed with it. If if anyone, I'm telling you, if there was a marquee and I put Life of Paul up, about 40 Pauls would come, probably. And maybe a couple of girls who went out with Paul's, so they could be right about what an asshole Paul was. Um, and so they all come in the thing, and you know, we, got, we don't have to have much good food. It's all stale jujubes and lousy fucking popcorn, because everyone's excited because it's about them, you know? And then you're sitting there, and you know it's not about them. It's only one Paul's about so you've got the doors locked in As soon as they realize it's not about them, they lose total interest in it. But I'm keenly into it. I'm going, this is the call. Is it my fairy princess? Did I get the job? And they're all fucking trying to get out, but I'm totally in. Why? What makes the movie so good? Not the movie. It's because I think I'm the star of it, yes? That's the whole thing. That's the obsession with self. You cannot, self cannot get out of self. Buddha cannot be used to seek the Buddha. You can use it, because we are doing that, but it's not going to produce any effects. One At least the one we want, which is finding the Buddha. You see the little predicament? The little pred- There's a little interruption, like Ramana says it so beautifully, Ramana Maharshi. There's a presupposing, a non-existent thing... These are all non-existent things. Have you ever seen someone you knew dead? Was it Fred? I had a very strong experience of that with my Uncle Fred. I got, he died, and my mother took me to the funeral when I was nine. And when we looked at the body, I realized that ain't Uncle Fred, like instantaneously. And in hindsight, I checked it out. So I was taking myself to be a body, so I took the spirit to be the uncle body. But it wasn't the body. Once the spirit had gone or not gone, was not facilitating that body, it was obvious that wasn't that wasn't Uncle Fred. Yeah, This is a non-existent thing. It's a presupposing of this non-existent thing and then wanting to get salvation, happiness, joy, a good sandwich, a latte, tea, massage for the non-existent thing. That's it. That constant presupposing. So there's a supposing. Meant just like when I said I hurt my knee. So the knee got hurt. The mental state, when it says, when it talks about it, it, pre-claim, it presupposes that I was there before the knee got hurt, so I hurt the knee. You see how it claims it? The thought system comes later. There's the event hurting the knee. The thought system goes... It responds or reacts to that and goes, I, it presupposes I was there before the knee got hurt and therefore I had something to do some way with the knee getting hurt. Because why? It's self centered. So when anything happens, it believes I had to have something to do with it. And I'll show, give you a great example of that. When I was young, when I was six, my father got very ill and, uh, my mother had to tell me, hey, dad's not going to take you to the park anymore, he's too ill and stuff like that. And I listened to them, and they brought the family doctor over, and he told me the same thing. You know, Paul, your dad's, your father's really ill, he's not going to be able to take you, throw the ball around with you. And I heard that from them. Yet wh- wh- how I translated it was, what did I do to make my father not want to play with me? That's how it got translated. You think that was a random, very strange event? It was basically the theme of all the interpretations what did I do to make this happen that's called self-centeredness Yeah, it's, everything is perceived as how it pertains to you as the you you're not that's self-centeredness that's why we want to fucking drink and get high we want to get out of that thing that's the center but self cannot get out of self you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha You can't get an imaginary non-existent thing to get out of an imaginary non-existent thing. It will use, what will happen is, it will reaffirm the existence of a non-existent thing with all the attempts to get out of the non-existent thing, and that's exactly what's happening, and that's why great Zen masters and Raman Maharshi and the Course in Miracles point that out to us, yes? Because it's basically the overriding little-seeming miscalculation that becomes a shadow with every step after. Because once it's in place, every step after it is reaffirming the factness of it. And when you see it from prior, it's not a fact. When you see the activity that presupposes and implies, assumes and infers a non-existent thing, you never even see the non-existent thing, because there's no thing. You see all the pointing, and the only thing, the point that's what it's pointing at is what is seen, not a non-existent thing. Yeah. All the pointing is to, is to convince, even fleetingly, just in time, that that mind, the M mind, is that which is taking itself to be a body. That's the bondage of self. It's an imaginary bondage. Prior to it, where the freedom lies, there is no bondage. After it, there's bondage, freedom, bondage, freedom, bondage, freedom, freedom, mostly bondage, 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 a little bit of bondage, 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 yes? But prior, it's seen as an activity. It needs a compliance to make itself seem so. It has to appear to what is real to be real. Without our compliance... It cannot produce the effects because it, has, it is inherently empty. It has no ability to affect the damn thing. What can cause anything is the cause of all causes or the causeless state of all causal states and that is what's seen. We are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming the dream and in that condition we give everything we've dreamt the power to affect us. That's the everyone's day here. We're the dreaming of this dream? Well, actually, I wouldn't even say it's a dream because it's dreaming. There's no dream. The happening never stops and becomes anything. There's just dreaming. There's just happening. There is no thing that happened. There's just happening. Yes? It never ends to a thing that happened. It's just happening 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 being 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 manifesting 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 verbing 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 there was ne there is no happening there's just happening yeah there's no that, that happened no there's just happening, so in that happening the scene that which is prior that which is behind the camera will never be seen in front of the camera. And that which is in front of the camera is never going to look upon that which is behind the camera. When you realize you may not possibly be that presupposing or non-existent thing, there may be a sudden, timeless, takes no time at all, no space to traverse, Recognition of recognizing what you're not and then an intimate, immediate sense of truly what you are. Almost like a perfume or an intimation, or you call it the presence, because you and I are present. Yes? The flower that emits presence isn't something that is buzzing and willing, it's present. Yeah? Being is, is known by being, nothing fucking else. Yeah? And how you know the river, if you take a glass of water out of the river and you think you know the river, you've lost its main essence, which is the rivering. Yes? You didn't capture fucking anything. You knew it. The observation distorts the observed. The greatest influence of any experiment is the experimenter. Yeah? All the science, they're trying to know everything, they'll never know what's knowing no fucking way because when they try to know it that's the knowing yeah they're never going to objectify subjectivity ever you're never gonna know subjectivity you can't your subjectivity is unknowable it knows everything but nothing can know it yeah it sees everything but nothing can see it <laughs> You're so it. It's, you know, it's a, here. You, can, you notice it. Just look at the typical views. Something that's always happening may never be noticed. Because there's no start or stopping. You can't gauge it was there here because it's not here now. You can't. When, some, when something's always so, it can go completely unnoticed. Just like the fish, the fish could be totally immersed in water. If they have self-centeredness, a lot of them probably think they're fucking dry as hell. They're probably looking for some water. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't take, they don't have the eyes to see, or the ears to hear, or the gills to take it in. Sense it now in the room. It's super fucking loud. The silence. There's no reference. There's no point. That's hearing it. You're awash in it. Yeah. You're awash in this vibrational fucking sea. And where? Do you believe this is separating you from that? Do you believe you're behind this cheekbone? Really? Do you believe you're there in a compact little fucking? You know meat sock or whatever <laughs> and then i am here in this meat sock and you've got crew socks I've got fucking Argyle socks or whatever. you know really you know, with all these little meat sausages and then all this is totally unexplained yet it's the most dominant aspect, the space yeah? and here this thing you took this wall down you wouldn't have to move a big chunk of space to fill up the void it left this isn't taking up space it's appearing in space this isn't taking up any space. If you took us out, mm-hmm. space wouldn't be lighter. If you weigh space, it's not going to miss 165 pounds. There's no, there's no weight. You mean absolutely nothing. You're an appearance in space. You're an appearance in mind. All of us being removed isn't going to lighten, or, or more coming in isn't going to get it heavy. <laughs> an appearance is as light as a fucking feather if you see it as an appearance you won't even have to wish it disappears if you fucking have acceptance how it's going yeah, you wouldn't find any more fucking argument in a way Really, if, you t- if I here, the only way, if I move this chair, the only way you could know it would by be by remembering it. We're remembered all day. That's what the memories do. When you think of an event, you never go to back to the event, or you go to a memory of it. Mm-hmm. You never go back. Nothing ever happened. Expanding bit on nothing. I understand the memory like you can always go back to the memories but the same when nothing ever happened well how can you expand on that I <laughs> it. <It's laughs> nothing ever happened hmm? I just the piece of how we reference the memories all the time and we live through thought but nothing ever happens. well it nothing happens. ever happened if all you can do is go back to a memory of it where's the validity that ever occurred Well, all of this could be happening right now, past and future, everything. All the possibilities are pregnantly available. If mind, in its condition, tweak brings it down, it comes to find expression. If it doesn't, it's there, just like resentments. Resentments don't go away, because they never were here. They're brought about by our condition. Yeah? So, say we have a negative thought, we keep going back to it, Okay? But let me just jump in there. You don't don't go back to it. No, I don't. But I also have a positive thought when I go back to it. So what I'm learning is not even going back to the positive thought anymore. Because it doesn't exist. It's blocking me from growing. Even the great things that happen in my life. Sentimentality. Seems like a a culprit of of stopping growth. To feel good about something that happened a long time ago, so I'm going to go revisit that it kind of prostitutes things yes but let's see let's take that little back Father. there's no you that's doing anything yeah it seems like there's a you doing a lot but what you are isn't doing anything you have nothing to do with being the producer of sentimentality you have nothing to do with any barricades that are imposing their will on you what you are has nothing to do with any of that. Yeah? Are you given the power? Hmm? But you can give the power. Well, right. they, there's a transfer of power, for sure, through the right. identification is that, sure. which is preceding the you know sentimentality. So you believe you're sentimental, and then you want, all right, and I shouldn't be sentimental. The selfing is what's there, that sense of being the one who's sentimental and not sentimental. I don't have any other opinions after that. All I'm directed at is there. Yeah? If you, if you need skillful means to open up, far out. The body needs a lot of help. To me, action figure, probably the highest thing an action figure can, uh, can arise to is surrender. Yeah, To the point of turning its will light when it doesn't have it in its domain anyway. But as the charade, when it's led, it does a lot better than when it's leading. When it's directed, it does a lot better when it's directed. Yes? So that's a pretty good fucking attitude the atrophy can have. That's about the highest it can go. But all of its activities of thinking I gotta stop this or start that, they're all finding good in the movie, but they have nothing to do with what you are. That's the good news. Yeah. What you are is seeing. That's it. An unbridled awareness is not doing awareness, it's being awareness. It's different. Doing awareness would maybe have to have vigilance. I've got to be vigilant. I've got to keep doing awareness. But being awareness has no vigilance. Yeah? It doesn't have any effort at all. It's always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary. It's so beyond anything we can think about. It's prior to it all. It's prior to every thought. It's prior to every action. It's prior to every idea. It's prior to all the guilt. It's prior it's not the presupposed one who thinks it's guilty. It's way prior to that. Yeah? So if you allow the camera to go back, it's not going to stop here. (laughs) It's going to capture this as a non-existent thing. (laughs) It's you know. What happens with us is we have this little barrier that everything stops here because we call it me, you know? But if you just could just entertain a possibility, just if it's like you, you're not that. Then the lens may go like this, and you may be captured yeah, on this side of the camera, this non-existent thing, and never the twain shall meet. Yeah? Now, there's a strong sense of what's behind the camera, which alleviates the seriousness of what's before the camera. Though what's before the camera would love to alleviate the seriousness, that's being serious. (laughs) It can't get out of its own fucking mud. It's like being on flypaper. But prior to it, that's where the freedom is. The freedom is prior, not after and not for. Yeah. And my action figure wants to get better. It says, and you know, sure it does. But I don't, I never... It's all included. The action figure's been wound up. It's running around. It likes preferences. I like that. I don't like soy latte instead of whole milk latte and all this. But it's nothing to do with what I am. It goes, It gets erased completely every night I go to sleep. <laughs> I mean, the etch-a-sketch just gets shook up and then it starts again you know what I mean and it presupposes it was the etchiest gas before but it isn't it's just the lines appearing on the huge screen of consciousness yeah? zooming here, zooming that trying to be like the one shooting star everyone else will be looking at but the only one that's looking at that shooting star is you it's the mental state, it's stargazing you're like the north star the sun the moon, Venus, Mars you're totally, totally entranced in, in the trajectory of Paul <laughs> In this huge vast space, this huge incredible presence. It just brings a levity and a you know, chill. It's like getting fifty it's better than fifty Thai massages, yeah? Because this inherent interest that drives the selfie is quite a quite a juice. And when that's when that chills out, man. Yeah, when, I mean, really, when the seeking is just about mundane things, you know, like a good sandwich, like <laughs> not the fucking truth, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, that's way too much, but you know, get a pair of shoes that don't hurt your toes, and <laughs> stuff like that. And you know, then it's so, it's so like... I <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like, you know, Paul, get me that, go around the corner and get me that milk. okay, <laughs> that's fine, but Paul, we're on a journey to find out, how to, find out about, snow. no, no, that's not good, it, especially if it puts robes on, and fucking, you know, gets the love engaged, you're in a lot of trouble with that captain at the, at the helm, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, this is just, you throw up, you, you know, Render unto Caesars what Caesars. Yeah? But it's not exclusive, exclusive, it's inclusive. There is a mountain, and then there is no mountain, and then there is a mountain. Yeah? There, isn't, there is a mountain, there is no mountain, and thus we're going to keep it that way. No, there is a mountain. That to me is very accepting and inclusive, isn't it? I think so. Doesn't it have that feeling? First, there is a mountain. And there is no mountain. Hallelujah, I'd like it to end there. But then there's the mountain again. Oh, fit yourself around circumstances. It's very inclusive. And the mental state is very exclusive. It's very either or, yes, no, black or white. But what we are is incredibly inclusive. It's sort of like the sky. It allows everything to appear in it, yet it's not affected by any of the appearances. That's what we're like. Yeah. I found entertaining. It just led to a stabilized traveling life, and it was what. And now that it seems to be the case, I can tell you with the most utmost honest, honesty that's what I've always been looking for. It had been given many, many names, yeah, and many, many stories, and many, many maps and journeys to try to go there. But what really, what really I was looking for was an ease and comfort in my own skin and in the circumstances I find myself in. And instead of a base of irritable, restless, and discontent, I have a certain contentment and satisfaction inherently available at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it. Sounds good to me. (laughs) And it's been put to the test. I've traveled over a lot of geography. People getting ill, dying, this or that. Things were let you know, things were allowed to be because they're not. It's such a beautiful thing. While you're trying to make shit unreal, they're as real as real can be. You have to realize we are the reality. When we try to make something unreal, it's as real as real can be. As unreal, yeah. We make it real by trying to make it unreal. We don't see the power that we are. Yeah? And inclusiveness means this is included. This gets a fucking break. This gets left off the biggest hook of all. This gets left off the biggest fucking hook. And what the hook title was, me. It's left off being me. And it's just a fucking Toyota. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's eh? Literally, figuratively, <laughs> and we gonna be sad.